Garland of Visions, Adhyaropa Darshana, verse 5. As in the case of a painting, this world in the beginning was merely imaginative mind in a sense. All these perceptible marvels were then achieved by Bhagavan like an artist of high talents. Given that the world was created by God, how did it exist in God before creation? And in what state did it exist? This is the point given stress to in the present verse. It was stated earlier in verse 2 that the world existed in God in the form of vasana or latent potential. Vasana as such has no specificity. On gaining specificity, it is called bhavana or creative imagination. It is in the form of this bhavana that the world existed in God before creation. God gave expression to this bhavana in all its details from himself and thus emerged the world. How this bhavana existed in God and how it found expression is something indescribable. Therefore, instead of describing it, the Guru gives clarity to it by bringing in yet another analogy, the analogy of a talented artist. An artist before creating a work of art remains for a while in a contemplative mood. <clears throat> Meaningful imagery then gets formulated in his mind. This imagery is called bhavana. On gaining some clarity of such an imagery in all its details, he finds himself restless with the indomitable urge, inner urge, to give expression to it on a canvas or paper. Immediately he starts the effort towards this end. His attention goes nowhere else until he is fully satisfied of having brought out the imagery completely. On completion, he makes an overall inspection of it to check whether all that he perceived mentally is in the painting or drawing perceivably. A final touch is given if any imperfection comes to his notice. Thus, he completes the picture. As far as he is concerned, what he conceived in his mind and what he perceived, what he perceivably painted or drew are in essential content, not two, one simply being the replica of the other. An art lover's admiration becomes complete as he, with the external painting as a means, gains for himself the inner vision the artist had as he was painting. The artwork, in the present case, is this world of endless variety and the admirer is the seeker. In the endless variety of phenomenal appearance, he perceives how mysteriously the bhavana of God is, his own ability to admire it being part of the very same bhavana. It is this perception that reveals to him the intrinsic oneness of the greatness of God's bhavana and his own existence. God in this context is like an artist. The construct of the world in all its details first gets formulated in the bhavana of God. It is in the creative imagination of God, the artist, that an ordinary artist, his creative imagination and urge for creation also get framed. Then how great must be the creative imagination of God that systematizes even the creative imagination of artists 
A creative imagination never subsides until it is given expression. God's creative imagination, no exception. On finding expression, God's creative imagination appears as all the worlds, as all the countless living beings, and even as the creative minds of artists. The nature and content of the visible world and the creative imagination of God, in a sense, are not two. An almost similar picture is seen depicted in the Isha Upanishad when it says, the wise, the omniscient, the overruling, the self-existent one distributed existentially the functions of the substance as they were already existing virtually in himself. An artwork is merely the replica of the imagination of the artist, of the two which has real existence. This question is very difficult to answer as the world is the expression of the creative imagination of God. Which of these two is the real? Really, the inseparability of the two, like the two sides of a single coin, is what has real existence. God in the present verse is termed Bhagavan, meaning the one in possession of Bhagas. What the word Bhaga means varies according to context. Greatness, Mahatamya, firmness, Dhairya, fame, Kirti, wealth, Sampat wisdom, jnana, and sense of detachment, vairagya, form the six bhagas in one context. All these are positive qualities evident in those who yearn to know reality and give as embodiments of real and live as embodiments of reality. This reality is the perception of the realized person, is God himself and therefore oh this Reality is the perception of the realized person, is God himself, and therefore he perceives all these bhagas as pertaining to God also. He then calls God Bhagavan. A seeker's case is different. For him or her, the auspicious qualities driving him or her forward in the spiritual quest consist of discriminating the pairs such as creation and dissolution. Utpatti, Vipatti, coming and going, Agati, Gati, and knowledge and ignorance, Vidya, Avidya. All such pairs pertain always to the cosmic system, which is nothing but God embodied. Therefore, God, in a seeker's perception, is endowed with these qualities and is called Bhagavan in this sense. The non duality of God's mind and the visible world resounds all through this verse of the Darshanamala, transforming even a context in which the creator-creation duality dominates into a setting to teach non-dual wisdom, Advaita. <laughs>